Welcome to Talking In Stations. This is Matterall on June 25th. I'm here with Kenneth Feld. Good evening. With uh, Abby Rova. Hey, hey, hey. Friday nights. Friday night. <laughs> Ronald's not here. Yeah, it's usually him. And, him. Uh, and Shen is here with us too. Hello, hello. All right. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the MER with Kenneth Feld. We'll also go into a little bit of news. Why don't we take care of that kind of stuff first? I think the uh, top story is, Shen. So we have a new deal uh, right now in the Eve store. Uh, it's 50% of three months of Omega plus three months of uh, multiple character training certificate. Uh, so this deal comes out every quarter. Um, it came out at the beginning of the year. It came out quarter way through and it can come out right now. Or probably expecting another one, like maybe three down, uh, three months uh, down the line, stuff like that. So it's pretty standard. They've been doing it consistently now for a, a good while, actually. Maybe two years, three years, or something. Yeah, yeah something I think like that. Fa- I think Falcon was there when it first started. It's a great deal. I'm loving it, and it's um, you, it's three months of Omega and three months of multiple character training. But you can like split that, so it's great. Uh, you can get like. Uh, two more characters and you can spend six weeks on each guy training them into like PILs or industry also and you can get like two two semi-decent characters on a Omega account. Alright, so 50% off three Omega and three multi-character training certificates, I think they are. Um, oh, that's three months of Omega. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's, it's three months of both. So you get three months with two pilots training. So it's basically 12 weeks of two pilots training. So it's 24 weeks of training. However you want to divvy that up between the three pilots or three possible pilots. Yeah. It, I'm sorry. That's not transverse transferable, is it? N- not between accounts, yeah. but like say you have care, three, three care, or three pilots on an account, A, B, and C. You could train each one for eight weeks or you could train one for 12 weeks and the other two for six weeks each. It doesn't matter what pilots you train on the account. You can train two at a time for three months. So you could do two characters for three months each and not train the other one at all or any combination of what, but you have two character training slots for three months. That's it's, that's a key point. I think like it can be really valuable. Like in if you divide it up, uh, you can spend six weeks getting a, a fairly decent PI character going, or some industry slots, research, uh, or you can just go six months and six months, and you can have a, a PVE focused character or a PVP focused character, an extra scouting all or something. It's very powerful. It's a great mm-hmm. deal. I love it. Okay, you should make a reaction pilot pretty easy too. A reactions pilot, you mean? Correct. Yeah, reaction pilot to do reactions for the new industry. Yeah. Instead of making a production pilot, you could make a reaction pilot to build the subcomponents of uh, the new. I call it ingredients that you're going to need for your chips. Correct. Good idea. Um, uh, so there's a question in the, the chat. Uh, yeah. They asked, Does the MCT, the multiple tra- multiple character training cer- certificate, uh, start when your Omega starts? So uh, right now, let's say if you have your Omega ends, um, let's say on July 1st, uh, what's going to happen is going to add three months to that. 
So after July 1st, it's going to be uh, another, uh, let's say, 12 weeks after yeah. that. But the multiple character training, training certificate will come in right away. Yes. Yeah. So if you have if you have a month left on your year subscription, and you do the three month MCT now, it the the Omega part just adds three months to whenever your Omega time is up right now. But the MCT starts immediately as soon as you pay for it. You can log in and start multiple character training immediately, and you can't pause that. So no matter what happens, it starts the second that you pay for it. And it goes for 90 days and then it's done. Yeah, unless you pause it on one character to turn it on another character. And it is not the it is not transferable, right? It's not like the token you can buy from the, the store. It is you swipe your credit card and it begins on that account immediately. And it shows up on your um, right. it shows up on a pilot service. In your character sheet. Yeah, if you in open. your character sheet. <laughs> yep. Okay. So another thing that uh, has happened recently is uh, there has been a new, I don't know if it's new, but it is new to some players, uh, of some kind of offer that will appear to new players, I believe, when they die and lose their stuff. And uh, this pops up. It doesn't actually pop up. You have to pop it up. So you have to voluntarily click on it, and then this will pop up. And the offer will say, have you lost your ship? No problem. Here is how you can basically make yourself whole. And that is buy some Plex, recover um, the, let's see, recover your lost, recover your loss and get revenge. 110 Plex to exchange for millions of ISK, spend ISK on ships, weapons, and more. Come back stronger and better. So basically they're saying, did you just die? Why don't you buy some Plex, turn that into money and equipment, and get your revenge. That's basically what it is. So it's a little buying offer when you get destroyed. Now, what do you guys think of it? Because this, the players have seemed to gone very sour on this, at least in the Reddit forum. What do you guys think? Um, well, I, I can't... It, this has consumed the past four or five days of my life, um, <laughs> and I can't talk about too much of it. Um, but on a personal level, I am not a fan of this because it basically says, hey, don't worry about the game. If you lose anything, just break out your credit card and you can fix it. Um, those games on iOS, like the what was one, uh, Raid Shadow Legends, I played that for about 12 hours total. And I got tired of the just constantly bombarding me for money. And I just uh, pushed the little thing down until it started blinking and hit the X and it was gone never to come back. And I don't want Eve to turn into that. I understand that they need to get new players to understand what Plex is, the legal aspect of Plex. And um, my suggestion was to roll that into the tutorial at the beginning. Give a pilot a couple Plex, let them go to somewhere and sell them, see that they get ISK in their wallet, point out the little biplex button down in the vault. They know where the vault is now. Um, and make the tutorial go buy a ship with the plex or with the ISK they got from the plex that they just got. So you're not you're not making plex out of thin air there. Well, you kind of are, but it's just a, a couple. It's like, like they're retainer. required to right, but they're they're required to turn it right back in. And and 
that would introduce them without, you know, bombarding them with a, a message and a message with a pretty serious uh, overtone to it. I think that's what most of the player, but at least the people that have talked to me, I think that's what they're mostly upset about is the, the tone of the message, mm-hmm. not necessarily that they're trying to deny CCP the, the chance to make money so they can continue to develop the game. It's just more of a, the message or the tone of the message. Abby? Uh, I, I was going to let Shen go first because, oh, okay. I mean, I, you want to anchor? <laughs> yeah, okay, Shen, go ahead. Uh, I would say there's uh, absolutely no problem with them marketing stuff, uh, but uh, just just the wrong message, I think. Um, yeah, in general, like you can sell Plex to new bros, that's another problem, just like Ken said. But the message that it sends out with the mentality uh, that it shows to new player is not really, at least the one that I think this game's about. So same thing that. Uh... Yeah, yeah uh, Kenneth is saying. All right, so yeah. you, you don't like the you don't like the precedent that it sets. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, I think Ken made a really good point, and I think Shen kind of seconded that. And and a lot of the a lot of the criticism is quite valid, but I mean, some of the some of the tone around it is a little bit off. I think this is one of these. Uh, I don't know if you know. If you create a brand new account right now, right, no ties to any email that has an account, you get a special offer for the first like seven days. You can get a, I forget exactly. So please don't don't hold me to this. But it's something like you can get like a, a month Omega and a little destroyer pack for like ten monies or whatever, right? It's, <laughs> it's a fairly I'm not currency, right? Yeah. Dollars or euros, pounds. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Um, but it's a nice little deal, um, and it's a really good way to to take an alpha and give them a taste of Omega, right? Whatever this little pack is, I, I forget, but brand new account, we'll give it to you. It's great. This seems like one of these things where if you have a brand new account and an account that hasn't had any ties and you get a loss, you probably get this pop-up, right? I think that's where it's coming from because I haven't seen it on any losses, and I've, I've had a lot of losses recently. Um. It's a fairly decent deal in terms of cost to, to like Plex and money. It, it's $250 million. Now, obviously, there was a lot of jokes like, ha-ha, the five pounds of Plex won't get me my super. Um, but, you know, for a new bro, $250 million, that's a lot of money. Uh, that's going to replace a, a lot of lost ships. But I totally agree. I think Ken made a great point there. If we can take Plex and introduce people to Plex in, in, in tutorials or missions or something, I love that idea. I don't like this. Hey, you lost a ship. Give us five money and buy some Plex and then sell the Plex. There you go. I mean, if, if you were that new, you might not even know what to do with them, where to take them to the market, how to sell them. What is this Plex? Now I have to go spend an hour watching a YouTube video, uh, probably talking to stations um, about <laughs> it and explaining it to me. But my biggest issue is this does nothing for retention. And I was saying this earlier to the lads. If you have a brand new character, a brand new account, no ties to anything, uh, eventually, I don't know what triggers it, but something happens and an ISD will reach out to you, whether you have been playing and going through the careers a certain amount of time or um, I've had a loss on a brand new account and it's happened, but I've had ISDs reach out to me. The, the ISD talk. is the uh, volunteer program for uh, EVE Online, and it, it has like four different branches, but the branch that you're talking about are volunteers that help in the help channels. So they're official from CCP, but they're volunteers 
and they do education and help uh, in the channels and they do this thing that you're describing. Yes, yeah, they are everywhere. They are in the Rookie Hell mostly hanging out with Mike. Uh, congratulations to Mike for the CSM win. Congratulations to our Kenneth here, yeah. Kenneth Feld for CSM. Um, but yeah, they hang out there. They hang out in the forums. Um, but these guys actually take the time out and they private message you and they have a conversation with you. They ask you how you're getting on. Do you have any questions? Is there anything they can do to help you? Uh, I had a loss and I had someone explain the loss to me. Like, did you know you were in low sec? And I was like, yeah, yeah, look. Uh, and I came clean with him and I said to him, look, I'm actually, uh, I, I know Eve, I play Eve. Don't waste your time explaining to me. Go talk to someone else and explain someone else who might actually be new and help them. Thank you so much. But these guys, uh, not alone do they talk to you, often at the end of it, they will give you a gift pack. And you get this little gift pack. It's like these little boxes and you open it up and inside might be a frigate or a destroyer, some guns, some modules, uh, some fireworks or something cute. And I think those moments, those personal teaching moments are are the retention moments that really help retain people. And that, uh, if if CCP took the, the five monies they earned from this and they invested it back into the ISD program, they would probably see a tenfold increase in the amount of people they retain. Uh, often CCP talks about how people having a meaningful loss helps keep them in the game. I don't agree with that. I think you can have a meaningful loss, lose everything, and you'll run away again. Having a, having a loss or a meaningful loss that's explained to you how you can improve, how you can do better, what you did wrong, that is the kind of stuff we need to help retain people in the game and uh, teach them and make the game better. And I'm sorry for going off on the tangent there for five minutes. I just think while this is a bad step by the marketing department. I think they should really take a take this as a, as a learning point. Listen to the community. The community is kind of annoyed at the quote unquote money grabbing, but it's it's the tone, and this is not helping people. Kind feel, of have a great example to help people. It feels a little casino ish, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it just feels like a pay to win uh, money uh, thingy. While it should be about helping people, and if it really is about helping people actually talk to them, actually help them. Um, it's it's the way you retain people. I, when I was a long time ago, when I was new to this game, people talk to me, people explain things to me. Um, and, and that's what kept me around. Like the, the first low sec pirates that murdered me and war, war decked our high sec corp and basically drove people to almost want to quit the game, then took the time to explain to us how to fight them and how to kill them and what we should have done. And when the war was over, they were like, don't, don't dock up, like come out and fight. Hmm. Well, speaking of murderous pirates, uh, we are joined by one uh, Murray Rathbardo from Rote Capel. How's it going, Murray? All right, say that again. You got it clipped. How are you? Good. Uh, we're going to talk to Murray a little bit later about uh, Triglavian space and uh, take a different angle at it. Um, but... Uh, I brought you in a little bit early, Murray, in case you had any thoughts on this uh, um, pop-up that has come up for new players to buy five, let's just call it five dollars or euros worth of Plex. Uh, and they do something like this on EverQuest and EverQuest 2, but it's a little newer to EVE Online, even though there was something like this, just a little bit different. Uh, what are, what's your view on this? What's your take? We don't interact a whole lot with new players in my current setup. Um, 
I kind of interact with them tangentially because I still have a lot of good friends and the newer player groups that I worked with when I first started playing the game. I just don't really understand what they think that accomplishes. Like, I guess maybe they get some whale, like catch some whales a little earlier or something. But to me, the money that they're going to get out of people, particularly long term, is going to come from subscriptions. And so whatever effort they want to put in should be really focused on just getting people hooked on the game so that they subscribe for a long time. And once they're there, eventually a lot of people will buy Plex because they're lazy and they won't, you know, want to like pay ISK to replace a ship. But to me, especially like the people I know that buy a lot of Plex, they don't buy it because they lost something. They buy it because they want something. So they're moving forward, not recovering a deficit. It's not like, oh, I lost like my Black Ops. I'm going to buy Plex to get a new one. It was like, oh, I really want a carrier or something, and I'm going to throw down some Plex to get it. All right, cool. All right, well, thanks for that. Uh, again, there seems to be a lack of information here. If this is a new player uh, buying the Plex, you don't immediately know what to do with it. I think this is the point that, uh, not just the point of buying to recover your losses that was not a good uh, fit for the game as Kenneth was explaining, but Kenneth also explained, you need to have this in context. Like, what do you do with this Plex? Now I got Plex, what do I do, buy some skins? Is that the ship? Uh, you know, you might buy a skin and think that you actually bought the ship, who knows? So they needed to create a tutorial that walks them through how to use Plex and make that part of the game. And like Tritanium, inside that rookie ship that you used to get, it's no longer a rookie ship, it's called, uh, what's it called? I keep calling it. Uh, yeah, Corvette. I keep calling it Corellia <laughs> for some Star Wars reason. But the Corvette, right, which used to be called the rookie ship, always has like, uh, you know, Tritanium in there. It's basically worthless, but at least there's something in your hold so you can understand the concept of holding an item. And so I think you would do the same thing with Plex, and that's what he was saying. All right, thank you guys for the hype train stuff. I wish I knew what that was, but all I know is it flashes a bunch of colory coloring things. So thank you very much for doing that and for subscribing to Talking In Stations. Uh, it would be great to get more subscriptions on uh, the Twitch. Okay, so uh, I don't really have a take on this, except I know it's upset a lot of people. Um, I believe it's another taboo that's been crossed, that sort of talk from veteran players. Who knows if they're even players because they're signaling a lot of this on Reddit, uh, where a lot of ex-players are. Uh, so who knows like where the real sentiment is? There is a cartoon that came out that was kind of funny that showed like... Um, it, let's see if I can find it, but it was Hilmar basically saying, uh, you know, these zombies, uh, I guess they're supposed to be Eve players, uh, holding on to the door, and he's like, we'll distract them for five minutes. They have a five-minute memory or something like that. I'll get to that cartoon here and bring it up so you guys can see it. If you haven't seen this, it's kind of funny. And here it is. So it just has zombies coming through the door with CCP workers and uh, Hilmar standing over them, and he says... Uh, uh, we can't hold them. And the other guy says, they are still angry about Plex adverts, Plex advertising. Hilmar, their memory only lasts two days. Well, looks like we've got a new strain, which means this happens all the time, uh, on our hands. Hold the line, boys. We're switching to plan B. And plan B is, in case of emergency, break glass. And it has uh, something in there called emergency Hello Kitty skins. 
And so that's what they would use to distract him. I actually, um, I fly with a, a fella that's like really new to the game. He's doing amazing, by the way. Shout out to, to him. I don't want to name him on stream. He just messaged <laughs> yeah, me. You'll kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want to dox him, right? But he just messaged me and he said, I think if you want new players to get to buy Plex, they should go via the skill injector route. That's what I bought some Plex for because ships can be lost, but the skill points stay with you. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I, you know, I haven't pushed him or anything, but uh, and another friend of mine got some skill injectors uh, that's new to the game as well because he was like, I'm loving this game. I'm loving exploration. I want to get better. Bought a couple of plex, uh, bought some skill injectors, got his tech two data and relic analyzers and his uh, covert ops frigate. And he made a fortune. And he's I, I think I think Murray made a really good point. A lot of people I know as well don't actually buy plex to replace something they lost. They buy something new. And that's a really good point. Hmm. Okay, let's uh, move on. We got a few things to cover. Uh, next thing is a small fight, Shen. You were describing this um, army of Mango again. By the way, what's the status of Esoteria? You were in the process of reconquering it. Uh, is right now structure grinding uh, more than anything else. We cleared all the iHubs. And yeah, and TCU doesn't take much effort at all. It's just free. Basically. Territorial claim unit. Yeah. Yeah. So we so there is a uh, timer hall timer for one of the astrophos mm -hmm. uh, from Fera, and we're expecting uh, a Serb fleet from them. So they ended up uh, coming in with Gilas and tornadoes. Kind of surprising. So we pre we prepped oh, we prepped uh, Serbs to fight Serbs, but uh, it didn't work out. So we ate some shit uh, at the beginning <laughs> and then we quickly reshipped uh, re into meetings and so during the time we reshipped uh, they just uh, 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 to fall back and retreated and they, that was a free kill for us basically free astro house well all right um that was hilarious <laughs> yeah that I was mean, right 100, 100 and then uh, after bernard uh, gila which is some surprise surprise that like it's, yeah. it's not something that we see on a day to day basis, normal basis, but yeah. Yeah. And yesterday we, we saw some, there was some fighting in 3 Tag D. It looked like, actually, interestingly, uh, the Imperium outformed mm, Pappy fleets. And I, I'm, I'm sure it was more or less for fun, but Headliner was the FC there. And that ended up being um, about a 60 30 um, ISK efficiency. And it was about, I think it was about um, 250 Pappy to about 600. That's a bit high. I think it might have been 450 um, Imperium. So kind of interesting, you know, the, the ratio of uh, combatants right now is, is a little uh, underwater for Pappy. So I don't know if that's just because it wasn't a serious effort or if it was uh, just they're having trouble putting numbers in fleets. Not sure. All right. Next thing we want to do is go to. Uh, well, actually, we'll we'll talk about a couple of things, but we want to hit a monthly economic report again. So let's do that. I need to grab the. Uh, what is your big takeaway, Kenneth, uh, uh, for the monthly economic report? While I go and look for it, what have you seen on it this month of May? Well, mainly you look at March, April, and May in the industry section. March is more indicative of just a typical month because it was before 
the dev blog or the dev blog came out middle to end of March. So that's not going to affect March a whole lot. But then if you look at April, production was through the roof. And then if you look at May, it is definitely tempered significantly. And I'll just talk about two areas. Uh, one would be the Forge, which is where Jita is. And one would be Delve, which is where obviously Pappy and Goons are both building. That's if you look at March, the Forge was about 28, 29 trillion, somewhere around there. And Delve was about 9 trillion. Give, give or take a little bit. I'm kind of reading between the lines. Yeah. If you look at April, which includes the panic building from the dev blog that came out. Yeah. Tell us um, about what, what panic building is so people know. Well, it's just a, a dev blog came out that the, near the end of March that they were going to change the game significantly in April as far as industry goes. So uh, building ship battleships and above and faction ships and a few other things were going to be significantly more complicated, be significantly more expensive and be significantly longer to, to gather the resources and stuff. So all the leftover minerals and stuff that people had or people stockpiles, it was much more beneficial to people to burn those minerals and build the ships now. Try and anticipate what you're going to need for the future. And that was everything from battleships and above. So the production value spiked in the forge to a little over 30 trillion. So about a 2 trillion is spike. The spike in Delve spiked up to about 16 billion. And that was up from about nine and a half or about 9 billion. So that was a, sorry, trillion. So that was a 7 trillion isk spike in Delve in building. Huge. Now you roll back to May. Now, and I don't know how they calculate this, but in May, it was a little less than 13 trillion in Delve and about 20, a little over 20 trillion in the Forge. So the Forge dropped by roughly 10 trillion ISK and Delve dropped by about 3 trillion. But in Delve, especially if people have supers or carriers in build, I don't know if all the ISK gets accounted for when you push the button or if it rolls into like when it's delivered or how that works. Because just because you put the builds in in April, they could easily, the, the majority, because it was like April 24th or 28th, I think was the patch. So the majority of the build for a Super or a Titan could be in May. And if they just did it straight by build time, then that could count for May. But either way, 10 trillion ISK loss in production in Jita or the Forge and 3 trillion in Delve is a significant drop. And, and it's down across the board. If you look at like the next five indices, they're all you know down by 30 or 40 percent as well. Mm. Okay, let's see if I'm looking. And they all things. spiked pretty good when the when the dev blog came out as well. So they they're you know they spiked, then they dropped back down, and some of them are slightly above what what it was in March, which is why I'm not sure how they're accounting for that. 
all the high sec areas are back down below, but the null sec areas seem to hang out above. So that's why I'm not sure how they're accounting for those builds exactly. All right. Well, um, you're an industrialist. We had a giant industrial patch that came through a few months ago. What are the effects that you're seeing? Are they reflected in these graphs? Um, is there a story yet that's unfolded? A couple, a couple themes have come out. Um, the amount of ice being used for all the reactions to build the ice is used for fuel blocks. Fuel blocks are used in the reactions, um, and then the one area uh, that's under heavily heavy pressure right now is delve in that area, which is Amar fuel blocks. Um, or or helium isotopes, so those are kind of spiking a little bit, but they're not used too much in the new. I think it's hydrogen and oxygen, maybe, that are used in the in the new reactions more heavily. But either way, uh, isotopes in general are spiking, and that's a lot of that's due to all the new reactions that are occurring. And then that's kind of like a secondary effect that I've seen. Um, there is a ton more gas on the market in Jita. Mm. So people are mining gas. They are putting it on the market in Jita. Um, so that's good to see. I tried to price out a Revenant for someone the other day. They wanted to build a Revenant, and there was enough gas in Jita. There was enough of everything in Jita to build a Revenant. Um, Can you tell us and, what the production so, cost would have been? Um, uh, if you go by like the, the calculators, it was like 102 billion somewhere around there. Oh. But if you did the multi-buy and, and bought up to, you get to the higher value items. Um, it was like 138, I think billion somewhere around there. That's if you just went and bought everything. Now, if you did the buy orders and that kind of stuff, you could keep it right around a hundred, some somewhere in the neighborhood. That doesn't include any install costs or anything like that. That was just to buy the raw materials. Okay. For those that don't know, the Revenant is a faction supercarrier uh, from Sancha. And uh, it was something that was released with incursions way back. And it's, it was uh, always a coveted prize because it didn't always drop. Uh, and when you built it, it kind of used to be worth about $100 million, the same as a Titan, right? And I think it was, I think now it's back up to 100, if not 130, depending on how you buy your materials or, or more, because you have to buy the, you have to pay the costs for building it. Right. And the BPC, the B, it was always a zero, zero super. So it was, it was, you know, slightly more than, than buying a super as far as building it. Um, the, all the cost was in the BPC, which came from the low sec incursions. Well, you still have to buy the BPC, but oh. now due to it being faction, it requires even more special materials than a regular super in addition to being a zero zero super. So it's, it's cost is significantly more than a regular super is now in addition to having to buy the BPC. Now the ship itself has a different model than any other mothership. Uh, so I wasn't sure what, what the build costs were associated with. Are they associated with, like the Galente Knicks, or uh, do you? Are they yeah, all about the same? It's about the same. It, it's not. I, if I remember correctly, it's not quite as many drone bases as Knicks, mm -hmm. um, but it has, I think, more armor plates. So it balances out. Shield. Yeah, it, it, it it's just different across the board. But it's a it's a zero zero. So there's no me on the on the BPC when you get it. 
So there's no reduction to the cost or anything like that. Um, but much like the faction ships, uh, even the subcaps that require these special materials, you take what a normal supercarrier in the game now requires in the in the new materials, and a faction one, the the um, the revenant and the uh, uh, what's the Glente one? Anyway, both of those require significantly vendetta. more. Uh, yeah, the vendetta. vendetta. Both of those require significantly more materials than a regular super just like a a faction cruiser would require many more materials than just a regular cruiser uh on that note uh every uh faction uh capital from the serpentis line requires significant more material to begin with yeah so for for, for those ships uh, part of the cost is uh is the bbc but a huge chunk of the cost is uh, the material. Well, that's just that's just how CCP designed them. Anything mm-hmm. where the BPC is really easy to get, like for the for the Vanquisher and the um, crap you just said Vendetta and mm-hmm. and those ships, um, the BPC is extremely easy to get. Okay. So the ship build is horrendous. Whereas the ships like the Revenant, the Komodo. The Moloch, the Cayman, the Chemosh, all those ships where the BPC is quite rare, the materials, raw materials required for that blueprint aren't that much more or weren't that much more than a regular ship of that class. But now with the patch, it's the same, but then it adds in all that new faction material stuff too. So it's there, there are significantly more, but nowhere near what a Vanquisher or a Vendetta. Is. And again, that's just the way they designed uh, those ships. They're a little bit special. Um, and also, uh, just yeah, a special thing about the um, what's called the, the Sasha, the, the uh, Sancho Re- Revenant. Revenant. Yeah, the Revenant. Oh. He has enough low slot and enough mid slot to be either shield tank or armor tanked. So it's very versatile in that way, where it can follow any sort of fleet. And since it has really high amount of low slot, you can put a lot of uh, power die gnosis system in which means that it has a huge amount of uh, ehp compared to other relatively speaking compared to let's say the nynx or hell yeah especially after the rebalance of the uh, pds where faction gives more shield too it's interesting you touched on the ice because uh we know that they changed the mechanics around the spawn of ice belts as well so uh, you know, before, once you mined out the ice, it was a, a four-hour uh, timer, and it would, like, respawn immediately. Now there's either a delay, and it, it might not respawn. It might respawn in, like, a, a different system. Um, so, obviously, they, you know, as they were looking at scarcity and the and the mineral stockpiles, they obviously looked at the ice stockpile, and they have uh, reduced the consistent high availability of ice. And I think maybe uh, a combination of the reaction changes, but also the... Ice mining changes could have uh, helped driven up the price as well. All right. Uh, we unfortunately have to wrap up sooner than expected, so we're going to have to postpone Murray to next week. Sorry about that, uh, Murray. I know you stayed up late. Um, Kenneth, is there anything else on the MER that you wanted to point out? We have about five minutes left. No, I, that was the main thing that caught my eye, but obviously that's what I look at more than a lot of the other stuff. Hmm. The ISK velocity is down. That kind of concerns me, but that that's kind of in line with the production and everything else too. So 
not so, I'm not like panicking yet, but I don't like it. Yeah. Velocity slowing down. Somebody said the taxes really hurt the velocity of ISK. It's right here that there was uh, a raising of taxes, and that was one of the things that um, kind of made it start going down. I don't know what that person was referring to. Um, I know there's been a taxes being raised a couple times, but maybe that was something that was happening here in, uh, in April or something, because that's when the slide begins. This is well before... Um, this would be a function of scarcity then, because this is before the production announcement, isn't it? I'm looking at the wrong slide. There is, yeah, I don't know. It's been kind of flat. It's just tanking right now, real bad. Correct. And, yeah. If you look at April and May, mm-hmm. April, it slid a little bit, which you kind of expect. Um, but for, for May, it's just freaking off a cliff. Yeah. That thing is tanking. All right. So why don't you like that? And what should we, we be worried about? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Uh, I've already I've already spoke to people about that, so I can't I can't really yeah. My views are oh. tainted already. Sorry. <laughs> okay, don't worry about it. All right. Well, uh, thanks very much, Kenneth, for hanging out with us, and uh, uh, Abby and Shen. Thank you guys for showing up today. And uh, Murray, sorry about that. We'll do uh, a session on Triglavian, the other side of the story, uh, that should reflect um, the people that. Um, we had on earlier this will be the other side of that story and the people that we had on earlier were the uh, triglavian guys that um self-sacrificed their structures they didn't want to play the timer game anymore so this will be the other side of that with rote capel and uh and a few other guests but that's all that time we have for today so we'll be back this weekend for the weekend report and uh until then we will see you next time